Brian Breaker. You're a little whiny baby. Bane. Don't assume my gender. Friend since the seventh grade. Yeah. You're just a bitch with his phone. F*** you. Well, sort of. One professional wrestler and one rapper get together to talk movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling, and anything that makes you say, WTF. Let's not talk about Bane's ooze. Harry Potter erotica. Awesome in theory. Kind of a mess in practice. This is Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Oh, yeah. Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boy. Grab a monster, crack it open, let's go It's time that we start the show, no hesitation, oh no The most energetic podcast of all of the podcasts So when you listen to the show, you know that it kicks ass So when I smash on these cowards like Mario did to Bowser With the best thing you've encountered since suspenders on trousers To all the haters, say howdy, make a believer from doubters Put in the stake in the shower, break up and bitch, power, power Yeah, hello, uh, hello, hello Hello, hello Welcome to the show, uh, yeah, hello, 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 welcome to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Rolling Sounders, episode 360. Wow. Wow. A Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. I'm Brian Breaker, and of course, joining me is Big underscore Bane. How's it going, pal? Doing good, man. It is. Uh, we are past Christmas now. Yep. We are rapidly approaching your 2021. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's ready to get out of this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is our end of the year special. So uh, we have some announcements we will be making kind of regarding, uh, you know, as we head into 2021 and stuff like that. But it's been a pretty pretty interesting year, has it not? How was your year, Breaker? It was interesting. <laughs> that's that's how I will turn it. That's, that's the, the, the good way to say it was shit. Yeah. Well, you know, we we went through a lot this year, I oh, think, yeah. as a society, obviously, and we're still going through it. Well, yeah, yeah, we're and, in the thick of it, right? And I think what's what's so crazy to think is like the first pay per view of the year is always the Royal Rumble. Yes, I remember watching this year and Drew McIntyre won. Yep, fifty thousand people in freaking Houston. Edge returned. Edge returned. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was this year. That's that was so wild year. to think about. Yeah, and and to think of that pop that he got. Yeah, and then just a few months later, he's at WrestleMania the first time since what twenty seven, I think. Yeah, and nobody's there. Yeah, that's so weird, man. So bizarre to think about. I mean, it's kind of a sad, sad thing to think about. You know, it is. It's, it's like Google because you don't assume wrestling can take place with no fans, right? And oh well, we've been to Oklahoma shows. Well, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't go well though. Bazinga! <laughs> but anyway, um, we're, we're learning now. Like that's what that's kind of what it is. And you know, Impact Wrestling still doesn't have any fans. You know, yeah. I think uh, WWE just does the Thunderdome, and like AEW has some spaced out up in the balcony. But yeah, basically nobody ringside besides the. Well, and also too, they're stuff. half outside, so yeah, yeah, you yeah. know they kind of usually throw a little bit more leeway if you're outside. You sure, and, and so, but it's it's such a weird thing, yeah, that we went through that this year, and we're still going through it. Like you said, it's just such a, a bizarre thought of like because if if someone would have told you a month before it happened, like Psh, yeah, that happened, yeah, and 
Boy, howdy! Yeah, it it sure as hell did. It sure as hell did, dude. <laughs> it's so it's been it's been an interesting year. It's been a very interesting year. Um, any uh, any New Year's resolutions for you, Big Bane? Yeah, uh, don't die. Don't die. There we don't go. Don't die. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, a big thing I want to I want to get my which I, I haven't talked about it on here, but I talked about it on, on Patreon. Like, I want to get like my blood pressure normal and like get back to feeling like a fucking thirty five year old again. Yeah. You know, I mean, this this whole post-COVID syndrome that I got right now, like, is really the shits. Have they have they given you any like indication or anything of like, does this go away? Does this? No, they don't know or what? They don't know. Well, and and the doctor, the doctor, I, I I'm going to because I don't have insurance to my company. Not to get too far into this, but like. I, I go to it's a place called Grassroots and they don't even really like you being on medicine. They try to they do medicine if you absolutely need it, but like they try to like get you off of medicine too. Which so, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge medicine fan, so I'm not well and it also you know how many times like I've only been on it for like three weeks, you know how many times I've like forgotten sure. and have to take it like halfway through the day? Mm-hmm. I mean, at least twice, two or three times, just in a few weeks. And yeah. it's like that's no way I can just keep this up forever because I'll constantly forget. Sure. But, and it's just, I don't know. So that's a big one for me, just getting back to normal. Like, yeah. you know, whatever society's doing is whatever, but like my normal. Your normal, yeah. which I think is kind of what we're all wanting to yeah. get to. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I enjoy watching wrestling on television, of course, and stuff like that. But it isn't the same without like, to me, like the you know that feeling I'm talking about when Monday Night Raw would hit and they would just pan the crowd. Oh yeah, everyone's just jazzed to be there. Like that's that was excitement, and that yeah. you don't get that with these half full arenas or Thunderdomes, right? Or whatever. Well, and you, you know, you and I have talked about it off air about you know how, or I, I've told you about how much I dislike AEW right now and mm-hmm. really don't even care about WWE. And I think the fans really contributed to that. I mean, not even in a negative way, almost in like a like I miss seeing the fans. Like, I miss, like, hearing that live crowd and seeing them, like, just a sea of people, you know, surrounding the ring. Like, that's that's something I really miss about it. And it's like it's not the same. And it makes me super disinterested in wrestling. No. I, no, I totally agree. And another thing that's kind of happened um, during this time that we've noticed is <clears throat> movie theaters. Yeah. Rapidly changing. Now, you, you've all, you kind of always been on here as a, not a huge movie theater fan. Yeah. I think because of the price gouging and things like that, um, I've always enjoyed the the aspect of the movies. You know, sure. it's a fun outing, right? Sure, but yeah. It is incredibly expensive. And um, I just saw this tweet, and I wanted to tell you, it just it just took place, well, today as we record this. Breaking news. is from Disney. It said, over the next few years, roughly 10 Marvel series. 10 Star Wars series, 15 Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar series, plus 15 all new Disney live action, Disney animation, and Pixar features will be released directly on Disney Plus. Hell yeah. That's a lot of stuff, man. There's a lot of stuff. Um, The Mandalorian's obviously been a huge hit for the Star Wars fans. I'm ready for the Marvel series. I think that uh, WandaVision comes out in January. Super excited about WandaVision. Um, This is great. Now, but what this does is I think it does take people directly from the movie theater. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yeah. Now, these are more series, and I get that. But still, it's a... But think about Mulan. Imagine how much money that would have made the movie theaters. Exactly. Like, that coming out strictly on Disney Plus is amazing. 
it and I, and I think it's that weird pivot that they had to make, yep. right? Like they didn't have a choice. It was okay. Do we release this movie? Because you know they got money tied up in that. Oh yeah, obviously. Oh, yeah. So you don't make your money back until people can go pay to watch it. And right. I don't know if the movie theater is a thing of the past. I don't know if there'll be some type of. Because I've even said for years, and I, I don't know what your thoughts are on this. Like I hate dipshit over here yelling and hooting and hollering. Right. Exactly. But hear me out on this. What if you were in your own booth? You had a thing over your eyes, so it fills the whole your whole vision and headphones on. Yeah. I can't hear anyone, but no one can be near me. Or I like the idea of a booth, but like maybe it's like a pod with four or five seats, and no matter what, you just oh, have yeah, to buy the family. pod. You just have to buy the pod no matter what. And and you get your own speaker system in that pod, and so like little table maybe for little, your snacks. Right, that's it, that's it. And then you ha- you still have the the window so you can see everything, but like all you have is your pod. That's all you hear. That's a good way to do it, and that also helps out with social distancing. Yeah, I mean that that could be a thing. My thing was like if they had a thing that goes over your eyes, though, you would, they wouldn't need the big screens. They can get rid of that. That was my thing. Well, my only issue with that is. I'm bringing my own every time. That and the headphones. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, yeah, but they can, they can sanitize them and stuff. They can, but they won't. Well, no, but they're not sanitizing things now anyway, even though exactly. they say they are. Exactly. Know? That's why I don't go to the theaters. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm not. I'm also saying this is like when this shit is over. Of course. Yeah. Obviously. Not yeah. like right now. But you know how long it's going to be before everybody is like comfortable enough never that will be the answer right like it's going to be like our grandkids are going to be the ones like like what are you freaking out about you know it's just a door handle <laughs> you yeah. know yeah why do i have to wash my hands why do i have to sanitize after touching the door handle right i mean we're gonna understand but these kids aren't it, and it's just such a weird weird thing that we've been dealing with this entire year I, I don't know about you but i really didn't expect it to last this long i didn't either i mean what was it march when it started kind of started hitting where it, they were changing aspects of our life. Yeah, and it it turned into. I don't think it started this way, but it really turned into a leverage thing for politics. Hundred percent, it did. And not to talk about politics because I don't care to talk about it. But it turned into like this is no longer a scientific thing that's happening. It is a political agenda on both sides of the field. Yeah, and it's like that sucked because that really hurt us. Yes, it did. And it so, really divided the world. Yeah. And you know, and I here's the thing is like I there, you got the anti-maskers, you got the pro-maskers, and everyone's got their opinion, but they're using whatever information they got to push their own agenda. Yes, and that's the part where it's like you know, like it is what it is. Like you, here's my thing with masks, not to get too far on into it, but you can't physically make someone put one on. And that's why I never like call anybody out when they don't have one on because it's right. like. It's kind of the whole my body my choice thing. Well, if if all okay, let's say let's say I'm at the park with my right. nephew, and you're walking by, we don't know each other. I'm not wearing a mask. Yeah. So what do you do? Right. Do you say, hey, put your mask on? I'm like, no, go go eat a box of shit. Yeah. Quit being a pussy with your mask, you sheep. <laughs> right. So yeah. so you say, hey, put your mask on. I say, no. Yeah. Well, what do you do? Okay, I guess you could call the police. Right. So what happens there? Cop comes. Hey, uh, you need to put your mask on. No. Right. Like, does he have right to arrest me? I don't know. I mean, no. I guess they, unless they make that a law. It's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's, you know, they have it but, as a mandate, but it's not a law. Right. But even still, like, if he's like, hey, you need to put your mask on. I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, 
okay, fine, fine. I'm like, all right, fine, I'll put it on. Then he leaves. What am I going to do? Take it off. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's. And there's, there's so many people, man, that like, I think it's one of those things where like, you can only do what you can do. Right. And if if somebody around you decides they don't care to wear a mask, then there's nothing you can do about that. Maybe don't be by that person. Right. Don't be around them. Or if you have to be around them, be around them as little as possible. And it's, you know, that whole thing is just, I feel like that's a, a silly argument to have. And on both sides, you don't have to create it, whether you're pro right. or anti. A hundred percent. And here's another thing, too, that I find very this is the part I think that angers me, and this is not at all where I thought we were going to go with this show, but, you know, we're here. It is what it is. Is when people put, like, mandates in order that make absolutely no sense. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you have to, like, people at a restaurant, like, because I've seen it happen where it's like, hey, you have to wear a mask to go to your table. Yeah. So they do. But you take it off to eat. You take it off to eat. But here's also a thing. They take it off when they, they don't wear it when they leave. Right. So what good did that do? Right. Nothing. And And that's the thing. It's like... Yeah, it did no good. So what are you? Gonna, so if they're not going to wear it on the way out, like, hey, uh, we're going to kick you out. Right, we're leaving. Yep. You know, and I think a lot of these businesses don't want to try to. They don't want to run off clientele, right? Because right. it's it's business. But I mean, but the thing that really angers me, we had a few guys in my work that got it on a different shift, and uh, my work has basically done nothing. Yep. As far as like protocols that are in place, right? Oh, mine too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm sure that's kind of across the board. Like, you know, you have to wear a mask when you're inside, but yeah, that kind of, you know, like people wore it first. Now they're kind of not. And some are, some aren't, you know, there are two guys in my department that wear masks and I'm one of them. Yeah. Everybody else doesn't. Right. Yeah. And so that includes the bosses. Well, but and here's the thing <laughs> that gets me is like, so when I walk in, I, I come in through a turnstile, I go through our break room into our change room, put my clothes on. Walk into the control room and then into the foreman's office where the masks are. Yeah. So if I want to get one, yeah, that's where I have to go. Right. So it's like I've already walked all this distance without one if I didn't have one already. Yeah. So like, anyway, what what made me mad is my boss put out an email saying he was proud of all the uh, all the what's word he used all the things that they put in place to stop the spread. I'm like, you have done nothing. You've done literally nothing. Like, what are you proud about? You know what I mean? Like, it's just that, that weird aspect of, you know, initially it was like, Hey, if anyone gets it, we're quarantining both shifts. And of course, yeah. Did they do that? Absolutely not. No. And that's, and that's the part that's really been just so, because I feel like everyone's kind of making up their own rules with this as we go. And that's, that's the part that's really been annoying to me. I was told at the beginning of this, if one person gets it, we're all shutting down. And then, one person got it. The people who were exposed didn't even quarantine. Yeah. And it's like, you have to, you're supposed to. And it's like, nobody knew to quarantine until they started showing symptoms. Right. And it's like, it is what it is, but it's like, stick to, stick to one thing. You know, well, they told us every morning they were going to check our temperature. First yeah. time they checked mine, 79. Yeah. Like, think your thermometer is broken. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, come on. Like, this is so stupid. Yep. Well, and they have us like, Writing down whether or not we took our temperature. Don't write down your temperature, but write down that you took it. So guess what everybody does? Yep, I took it. Even though you didn't. Right. Because if you... I, I, don't, yeah, I don't know. Stupid. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> stupid. And, that, and that's been the whole thing to me that just doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. And, you know, but I think I think a lot of this has been our society trying to figure out the right answer. And no one knows. Of course. But the people that think they know, they are like, oh, this is it. And it's like, right. Mm, you don't know that. Again, on both sides. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely on both yeah. sides. 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, to kind of change gears, I was going to go uh, kind of go through all the guests we've had on the show this year because we've had, dude, we've had some good guests this year. Yeah. So I'm going to go through those now. We had on uh, the first interview of the year was Luke Langley, who's a uh, Oklahoma wrestler, really good guy and a hell of a good worker. Uh, week two and three was a fun one. We had, I'm sorry, not week two, but like episode or the second interview and the third interview was uh, first Barry Frost and Barry second Frost. Eric Brown from uh, doing the favor. Oh, DTF boys. Great dudes, and uh, you know, doing pretty dang go- uh, pretty dang well at uh, Power Hour Pro Wrestling right now. Yes, they are absolutely. Uh, number four was uh, from New Japan Pro Wrestling, Toa Hanari. I had him on, really good dude. Uh, number five was a fan favorite, Dimitri Alexandrov. Oh yeah. Number six was Coach Doggins, who's a super cool guy. Um, he's big into the Oklahoma wrestling scene. Also a big toy collector. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Buds from Trivia with Buds was on after that. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Lee, who's uh, he used to be the ring announcer for Compound oh, back yeah. in the day. Really good dude. Uh, Elvis Aliaga. Very good. Good friend of the show. Super funny yeah. dude. As we record this, it's his birthday. It is his birthday. Yeah. I told him. I, I actually texted him this morning. I was like, hey, welcome to 35. It yeah. sucks. <laughs> <laughs> thought he'd enjoy that. Uh, number 10, Tier 1 himself, Travis Fowler. Yes. Uh, the number 11 and 12, these are fun ones. Uh, Jeff and Scott Toon separately. First time I ever podcasted with him separately. I thought that was yeah. really cool. Number 13, Matt Raywalt, a.k.a. Aiden English. He, oh, yeah. He was part of the, kind of the COVID cuts of WWE, so it was kind of fun to get to have him on the show. Absolutely. Number 14 was uh, Steve from the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. Great dude. I'm actually supposed to record with him tonight. Hopefully. So. Oh, nice. Uh, then we had number 15 was Nate from Ring Skirts. Um, super great dude. I think some of the pi- best pictures of yes. anyone. Some great costumes. Oh, yeah. Number 16, your absolute favorite person on earth, GBM. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The good old GBM. <laughs> the old fig hunter himself. Yes. Uh, uh, the terror that flaps in the PHPW arena as Absolutely. well. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. <laughs> uh, number 17, another favorite of yours, old Big Chuck. Yeah, old BC. Old BC. Number 18 was uh, Rad Chad. Super fun guy to talk to. I enjoyed that one a lot. Number 19, uh, Ace Steel. That was a really fun one for me because yep. I've, I've always wanted to have him on the show. But um, great dude. Love Ace Steel. Number 20 was uh, Christy Petrillo from Figures Toy Company. Always always fun chatting it up with Chris. Oh, yeah. RJ from Ringside Rant was number 21. RJ is a great dude. Super, super fun podcast. Ringside Rant. Check that out. We always give them a plug. For sure. Number 22, maybe the worst guest ever, John Webb. <laughs> Actually, I thought that one was pretty funny. It's like I like that he knows that he's kind of boring. <laughs> that makes me laugh. Yeah, I like his very first like sentence was like, "I'm sorry, everyone." <laughs> yeah, he's like Missouri's own Lance Storm. Yeah, it's like it's been two years since I bored your audience. Yeah. <laughs> Number 23 was actually my dad, Scott Collins, which was a really fun one. Yep. Uh, number 24 was a husband and wife, Jack and Casey Gamble. Yes. That was cool. And then our last interview of the year, Bill Venus. Yeah. Way to end on a uh, low note there. No Brad kidding. I, I still owe you one for that one, dude. Come on. Yeah. Your dad gave him hiatus, made Bill Venus come back. <laughs> but that, that leads me to, um, to an announcement that we're going to kind of change things up for the first of the year. Yes. I've kind of known this for a while. I put a little bit of stuff out there, but I haven't been super uh, open about it. But actually starting next year, so our first episode in January, I don't know when that airs, but whenever that will be. The next episode after this one, we're not going to have any guests anymore. Right. Um, we It's just going to be Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, kind of like we did back when we first started. Yeah, that first episode that uh, roughly nobody heard. Right, right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, 
we kind of went back and forth there for a while with no guests, some yeah. guests, things like that. But it kind of became a, a fixture of our show. But now we're just, it's just going to be me and you just yep. talking all this different crap. So we're starting to have the wrestling talk, the movie talk, toy talk. You know, we'll probably dive more into like WTF stories and things like that. Really dive deeper into PHPW yep. and stuff like that. So I think that's going to be really cool. But it'll, I think it'll be great because we make a conscious effort on this show to not go too long. Yes, because we know we have that interview that that's going to be roughly thirty minutes. Yep. In the in the second part of the show, so this will allow us to kind of spread things out a little bit. And I'm sure. super excited about that, man. Yeah, you guys will get to hear me rant for a long time. Big Chuck's like shaking. He's so yeah. angry right now. Yeah. Oh, like we're gonna have a half hour segment each week about how much Big Chuck sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I liked him until he started doing a podcast, and I was like, "What? This guy's a sack of shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he quit being a fan and became a peer, and now it's like, "You big sack of shit." Yeah, you yeah. suck. <laughs> um, but no, man. I think it, one thing too that we've always wanted to do. Like, I love doing our tournaments, right? Yeah, our tournaments are really fun, but it's hard to fit all that extra shit. Like, if we want to do a crazy soda, if we want to do a Tiger Electronics game, whatever it is, that's a lot of stuff to try to squeeze into. Roughly 30 to 45 minutes. Yeah. Well, and, you know, usually the last 15 minutes of the show, we dedicate to, like, plugging and yeah. things like that. So, yeah, this will, this will help out, really, the flow of the show and us be able to get to everything we want to talk about and uh, be able to spend more time on certain topics. Because there's been plenty of times where it's like, I really wanted to talk about that. We didn't have enough time. Yeah. You know. Well, and I know, too, like, kind of peeling back the hurt, and you're not a huge fan of the show going really long. No. So, so. Here's a fun fact for everybody. If I see, a, and I know our show's done this in the past, if I see a podcast that goes over an hour and a half, I skip it. Yeah, you just won't listen. <laughs> I won't listen to it, uh, no matter who it is. And, and I, I, I love all you guys, but if your guys' podcast goes too long, I will skip that week. And it's just, I like I have I have very limited amount of time that I can listen to podcasts. So like I like the hour-long format, and for me, that even feels long. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I like the hour, hour 15 that to me is perfect, and I love shows like my uh, Bill Bina show. That's twenty five to thirty minutes, no matter what. Yeah, and it's like that to me. That to me is perfect. But it's like, a quick, easy listen. Yeah, but an hour, hour fifteen, that's totally fine too. But like once it reaches hour thirty, hour forty five, if you go over two hours, I'm just unsubscribing. <laughs> well, and I, and I, I think a lot of people are like that too. And the reason I say that is I know back in the day the Bruce Pritchard. Con, or Conrad Thompson, something to wrestle with. Yeah, show. yeah, those were all consistently three hours. Yeah, and people were like, "Dude, we love this. Keep it coming. Keep yeah. it coming." Then all of a sudden, guess what? They all start dropping down to like ninety minutes. Yeah, and I'm I'm betting because that's so long. Yeah, they start losing subscribers. Yeah, because that's that's a lot of podcasting to listen to. Well, that's a lot, and and on top of that, when there's so many people that do it, and even even in our like. To peel back the curtain a little bit more, like I'm really only subscribed to like all of our buddies. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't really subscribe to like I don't subscribe to like Conrad or Cole Cabana or I don't even know if they still do podcasts. But like Colt, I think is kind of he does like random yeah. stuff, but not so like I don't subscribe to Talk Is Jericho, Stone Cold Pod. I don't subscribe to any of these big podcasts. It's just the boys, but like it's still too much. Mm-hmm. And it's like so there's not a, there's not enough time in the day for a three hour long podcast. It's it's way too long. Whereas you could listen to maybe you know a fully posable doing the favor sure. our show, 
Drew yeah. Vensel's new show, which I actually really enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard it or not yet. But I haven't had a chance to listen to it. But I think you would dig it because it's actually not a wrestling show. I would love that. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of just about and their their life, him and his wife. I think it's cool. And Elite Eight Showdown is another one. That, yeah. that one's usually about 45 minutes, maybe an hour, but like perfect. It's perfect listen. <laughs> I don't know if I say that. No, I mean, time-wise. <laughs> quality... They got a little bit of work to do. Yeah. I was like, good <laughs> Lord, you're really putting over Big Chuck. I don't know if I like that too much. I had to bring it back down. Yeah, with pull you. it back down. Yeah. 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 Just, just to reiterate, 30 minutes, Big yeah. Chuck sucks. Yeah. Yeah. 30 minute, 30 minute segment, Big Chuck sucks. No, but in all seriousness, I, I know I know the right my podcast. Usually, those are right at about an hour. Yeah, they sometimes never go 40, too long. It's perfect. Sometimes forty five minutes. I think it, the thing is, it's easy to go too long, and that's actually why I split the interviews because I'm like, man, thirty minutes talking to someone that's not really enough time. Right. But two thirty minute halves. The problem is, it does kind of break the momentum, and that's yes. and something I've been aware of for a while. Where like me and you were kind of getting going. Oh, let's take a break. Let's get John Webb on. Yep. And now it's like a whole new, it's almost like a whole new podcast starting. Yep. Then me and you kick back over and all that stuff. But anyway, my big announcement here, what I'm actually going to be doing is I've, the reason I've kept the interviews on the show, because I, I enjoy talking to people. I thought that was a fun thing to do. And so what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to split off and do my own new podcast Mm -hmm. where I do the interviews. So instead of it being the two parts, it'll basically just be the one hour format of the podcast. So Again, not a super long show, fairly right. easy to listen to. Right. Where I have a guest every week, so that's the plan. And I was trying to come up with like, okay, what do I call this? Like yeah. Wrestle talk, or you know, tales from inside the ring, or you know, like right. it, it's like I wanted something that stood out that wasn't like the norm because you do get a lot of those same type of shows. Sure. And so first thing I do is when I come up with something, I Google it and set ten things pop up. Yeah. Like, okay, not that. So I actually landed on this title, and it's it's interesting, and everyone's kind of got an opinion about it, but I, I'm I'm digging it. The title of the show is going to be called "You Know It's Fake," right? Yeah. And the reason I'm calling it that is because I feel like when I was in school, just as a fan, or even getting into the business or being a part of wrestling, that is the go-to question for so many people, and that's always been like this constant battle of. I don't want to say defending the wrestling business, but like just knowing someone's going to ask some stupid question. Of course. And I've had that conversation with all my buddies who are in the business over the years, mostly with Elvis Aliaga, of just how like I'll wear a wrestling shirt and someone's like, oh, you're a wrestler? And I'm like, nope. Yeah. Because it's e- that's easier than trying to explain. Right. Because I'm going to start getting millions of questions. So anyway, that's kind of been my go-to, and that's kind of what spawned the idea for the show. I'm like, that might be kind of fun because everybody's got a weird story of someone oh, yeah. interact. Like Gamble told a story, which spoiler, he'll be the he'll be the first guest. Where a lady at his work said, Well, I could watch wrestling, but I just don't like it because it's fake. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you watch? I really like The Bachelor. Yeah. You know, that's not real. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Come on. It's reality television. <laughs> right. You know, like it's a it's a formula. It's not it's not hundred percent real life. So right. but that's that's kind of what you get because everybody's got a different story. And one thing I do like about it is I have recorded a few interviews. Um, all of them have kind of been a little bit different, which I, I dig, you know. Well, and everybody has a story to tell. Right. And also too, an interesting thing we can do, I can actually have you on as a guest. Yes. Which like as many hours as we as we as we've done podcasting, I never actually interviewed you. Right. So I think that will be fun. And I know you've told me some stories kind of in private about how people react when they find out you're into rap or mu- music in general. Right. Yeah. And how weird they, <laughs> they get. Yeah. It gets it gets weird. Of yeah. course. And wrestling is no different. I mean, I, I have never went into a job and told people, Hey, I'm a pro wrestler. Yeah. 
but they always figure it out. Oh yeah, and it's just like word gets around. Yeah, and yep. it's just like oh god, here we go. Yep. And like I just the other day, the guy's like, "So you you ever gonna get back into wrestling?" I was like, "No." Yeah. I mean, if I will, I'm like, I'm not gonna tell this dick face. You right. know? I don't care. <laughs> so I don't know. So I, I think it'll be fun. Jason Wolf is uh, working on the artwork. I actually got Big Underscore Bane working on an intro song for him, which I think is yeah. gonna be pretty killer. Oh yeah, I think it'll be fun. It'll be it'll be. Um, Kind of in line with uh, what you did for Jeff and Scott to a degree. Yes, but I think it'll be it'll be really cool. So, hoping to launch that in early 2021. It's already up on iTunes. If you want to search it out, there's no I mean the episodes. I want to make sure like everything's ready before I officially put it out there. But I'm I'm looking forward to taking that new venture, man. Absolutely, I think that'll be fun. Another thing we have to touch on is uh, PHPW, man. We have yes. some announcements on that front. Yeah. Uh, so PHPW. If you have been following along, um, we put our jingle all the way to hell in the middle of December. Yes. And this is the New Year's special. There hasn't been an adrenaline since that. What the plan is moving forward and um, basically we're going to just break it down to a pay-per-view a month and cancel adrenaline. Uh, And the reason is, is because... Breaker and I, and also we've been, you know, we've been getting together to get caught up so we can take a two week break. We've been getting together like twice a week just to be able to record everything and make sure everybody's got the content that we we promised them. Well, it's getting to be a little bit too much, and we decided like if this ever becomes too much, we'll just shut it down. Uh, but we don't really want to shut the whole thing down because we are having a lot of fun with it. So what we're going to do is just have it be pay per views and. Put a couple extra matches on there and run it kind of like a Clash of Champions type of thing and and just have fun with it. Once a month, we'll have our, our monthly pay-per-views, and that's the plan going forward. I mean, basically, on my end, I know me and Breaker always sit down to do the, the commentary, but on my end, it's roughly an eight-hour day working yeah. this entire thing. And so that's taken away a lot of family time. That's taken away a lot of personal time. Um, I mean, I, there's other things I need to be doing, so... I, I can't really spend too much more time on that. Once a month is a lot better than once a week plus once a month. Well, it doesn't sound like a lot of work, like the whole once a week, a new show. Like, that's not that bad, but th- there's a lot to it. Podcasting once once a week, it, it can be a hassle, but it's not that bad. It's doable. It's doable. This, on the other hand, I mean, again, eight hours or seven hours just at my house, and then another hour here to do the commentary. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a lot of work. Plus, like, creating the guys and things like Creati- that. Creating the guys, creating the music. I mean, all, all that. I mean, when you factor it in, it is a ton of work. So we're going to we're gonna cancel Adrenaline. It would suck because I really liked Adrenaline. I do, too. Um, I thought that was fun to be able to tell those week-to-week stories. But we're going to cancel Adrenaline, have the month to pay, month-to-month pay-per-views because we love the names, Jingle All the Way to Hell. I don't want to get rid of that. I don't either. And that that actually was the um, when you came up with Ghost Goblins and Grapple Holds, which was October. That just kind of worked out that way, right? Um, I was like, well, what do we do for November? And that's when I came up with Turkey Takedown, and you yeah. did the logo like Fall Brawl. Yeah. Then we were like, okay, what do we do for December? And you came up with Jingle All the Way to Hell, which yeah. I was like, that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Which... And we've full disclosure, we made some pay per view names already, and I I don't want to see those go away either. Right. What. NXT actually came up with an amazing name, and I'm really pissed off we didn't think about it. But actually, I would have been more pissed off if we did and they stole it. They have a show coming up after New Year's called New Year's Evil. I like, I'm like that. 
shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's so good. I still think the pay-per-view I had for the for May would have been amazing, but you kind of vetoed it because we were doing it at the end of the month, not the beginning of the month. Yeah, which we could still do it. Like, you know, at this point, I can't remember what we came up with in lieu of that, but, I mean, I don't care. We can still do it. I mean... Cool, because now we can kind of release these whenever. Well, we can release these whenever, and also, too, like, you know, if we have enough cushion and we have time... Hell, we can do a special event sometime. Sure. We can do an extra special event. Right. Maybe where instead of like 12 pay-per-views, it's 16. Because I remember WWE started doing that. Right. I don't know. Like, It's weird to think even back in the day that like there was only like three pay-per-views a year or five pay-per-views a year. Yeah. And then at one point, WWE and WCW each did one a month. ECW did six a year. I mean, that was a lot of pay-per-views back then. That was, yeah. That's basically like... There were some months where there was a pay-per-view almost every single weekend. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, wrestling business was making a lot of money back then. Yes, it was. Yeah. It was There was a lot happening in those days. But um, anyway, the pay-per-view name I came up with was, instead of Cinco de Mayo, Cinco de Mayhem. Yes. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, fantastic. And you're like, what's the end of May? And I'm like, so? Yeah. <laughs> you're like, that doesn't make any sense. And I'm like, well, no, but it's it's fun. Which I, so. think, I, I think I've got... I think I've got the list of names. So, well, let's let's announce what we're going to do in January. January. So, this is going to be a fun one. Um, well, here's another thing, too. I didn't want to get the pay-per-views to go away either because I like buying those T-shirts on Redbubble. They're super fun. So, what I came up with for May was May the Fist Be With You. I like that, too. Yeah. But that kind of could be dirty. Absolutely. But I came up with it thinking that we could use the SmackDown Fist logo. Oh yeah. For for the set, you know. Oh, true. Yeah, so that's that's why I came up with that. But again, we can do both. Sure. You know, if if we decide to. Um but so January we're doing Resolution Reckoning. Resolution Reckoning. And what's going to happen there is we're taking the Royal Rumble approach, but we're doing it differently. I told you off air my idea, and you said, eh, sounds fun, but it sounds a little TNA-esque. <laughs> so, <laughs> it did, but I think it'll be okay. So basically, here's what here's what the plan is. We're going to kick the night off. I like when you say TNA-esque, it's automatically a bad thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> We're going to kick the night off with four separate six-man battle royals. Nice. The winner of each over-the-top battle royal will then be entered into a four-way eliminator match at the end of the night. So, double elimin- duty for a couple people uh, for four for, people. For four people, and here's the thing: the first person to get pinned gets nada. But if in, you, in the four-way, in the four-way, after after the battle royal, in the four-way, the first person to get pinned, you get nothing. You go home with a hot dog and a handshake. If you're lucky. If you're lucky. If there's any left. Cause, but not you, Bill Venus, because you got fired. Because <laughs> Big Chuck and Glizzy might have shoved them all in his mouth. Who knows? Good Lord. Uh, <laughs> but the, Is there a new freaking heavyweight champion? Yeah. <laughs> the second person who gets pinned, you will get an underground championship shot at our April pay-per-view. Okay. Titled Boss Fight. Or if you make it to the final two, but you are the one pinned... You will get a die-hard championship shot at Boss Fight, and we haven't even actually launched the die-hard championship. Correct? Correct. By this airs, I will have made an announcement about Resolution Reckoning. Resolution Reckoning will actually be when the die-hard championship is defended for the first time. Excellent. Um, not defended, but decided for the first time. And what will happen there is after, and I'll go and talk about it right now. After the attack, 
that Poetic Prophet did on David Thomas, all the weapons they decided to use, we're going to have ourselves a diehard championship match. And what that is, no disqualification, no countouts, do whatever you want. Oh, weapons are not only allowed, encouraged. Encouraged. And we don't call this hardcore. We don't call it extreme. We call them diehard matches. And you have to be barefoot. Like you John have McClane. to be barefoot, just like John McClane. Yippee kayak, other buckets. And not really. You don't have to be barefoot. Then. And winner of that match will be our first diehard champion. I like it. So, but if you make it to the finals of that four way, going back to that match, but you lose, you get a diehard championship shot at boss fight. But if you are the winner at boss fight, you will headline boss fight and face the world heavyweight champion whomever that may be whomever it may be hopefully not big chuck hopefully not so yeah it'll be it'll be an interesting uh, thing so resolution reckoning yes will take place without the adrenaline episodes kind of leading up to it but i think on the show that's one thing we can do is i would like to do weekly match announcements absolutely like our main event's going to be big chuck defending the title against whomever that may be yes i don't think there's a an announcement on who that is yet, so I'm sure you've kind of got it. Well, there is. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. Drew Vinsel. Drew Vinsel is the he, number one contender. He's the number one contender. But I will say this. I think Jordan Zeilinger might be a little perturbed because he wasn't pinned in that triple threat. That triple true. tango, excuse me. That's true. So he might have a little I say Big so. Chuck's like, shut up. I don't give an F. Yeah, but... Here's what I would suggest. How about Jordan Zeilinger? He's kind of got some, you know solid foundation to that argument. How about he faces the winner of that match to get a title shot? Winner of what match? Winner of Big Chuck versus Drew Vinsel. Okay. And he he'll face them at our February pay-per-view. I think that I think that's fair. I think that's fair because he didn't get pinned. That's true. That's that is true. He can have himself another shot. He does he does have a he does have a solid argument as yes. it were. Yes. So that's kind of what's happening there on uh, ooh, as I get the table on uh, on PHPW, but um, also too, man. Like I'd already mentioned it before, but first of the year, we're not going to have any uh, any guests anymore. I think it's time we uh, we go and kick it off with a tournament. What do you think? I'm I'm down with that. So here's what I'm gonna here's what I here's what I think on the air. We'll, we'll spitball this without any preparation. I'll give you a couple of topics. And you tell me which tournament you would like to do, okay? Okay. We do another round of Obscure Superstar Showdown, because that's always fun. Yes. Or a tournament that I think would be super fun, the best wrestler to never be WWE champion. Ooh, I like that one. Or, number three, best tag team. Ooh, I like that one, too. No, Grant, we'll, we'll eventually get to all these. How about... Because I would also like to do, like, the next Christmas season, best Christmas movie in a tournament. Yeah. How about number eight, or, or number four, the uh, best way to kick Charlie Shaw's ass? Okay. Um, baseball bat? Yes. Golf club? Yeah. Uh, golf ball retriever? Yeah. Star Wars kid used that one. Um, um, croquet hammer? Yeah. Um, just hacksaw Jim Duggan style with a two by two four. by four. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I the got old, a couple two by the fours. old right hand. Yeah, steel chair, left and right fist. Yeah, yeah. Oscar Applebaum, John Carrington, John Carrington. Yep. Um, shovel. Yeah. Uh, is that eight? It's about eight, I think. Yeah. Um, right foot. R- yeah. Right in the nuts. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, take your pick, pal. <laughs> oh, God. So what do you think, though, tournament-wise? Which one do you want to go with? I kind of like the idea of the uh, uh, the person who was never WWE champion but should have been. Should have been. Now, I want to kind of make this because there's always that little thing of like, well, but he was WCW champion. I kind of want to make it like a guy who was never like a huge recognized world champion. Right. In my opinion. Like, the first guy that comes to mind for me is Razor Ramon. Of course, yeah. Uh, and, and He wasn't and, world champion in either company. Right. And I think, because people would say, oh, well, Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, but he was the NWA champion. Yep. You know, Mr. Perfect, yeah, he was the AWA champion. So it's kind of weird how you look at it, I guess. But guys that, and more specifically, I want to say WWE champion, because like Razor Ramon fit all the the bill to be that and i'm kind of shocked he wasn't you know i i i still think he's one of those guys had he not flipped over to wcw he would have been yeah because i mean he was all he was in that main event spot yeah with like bret hart and things like that he was always wrestling for it but he was never the top guy right and i think but i think it would have happened you know eventually i actually would have loved to seen a 98 razor ramon and stone cold oh yeah yeah I actually was really. I know it didn't last long. I know he had his issues, but I was a huge fan of when he came back after WCW got bought out. Yeah, it didn't last long, but it yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. But so I, I think those will be fun to do tournaments like that again. I know in the past we've done like top pop tournament. We probably won't revisit that one. I nah. imagine. But I mean, there's some other things we could do. I think would yeah. be would be. We can get times. more creative. You know, we can call that segment the Super Eight Showdown. <laughs> He's going to be so mad because it's like, hey, hey, we did it first, pal. Yeah. It was my idea. Yeah. Hey, suck it, Chuck. <laughs> well, anyway, we, we haven't really gone through our plugs, which we're we're trying to keep these episodes a little bit on the shorter side. So, you know, you know the shows. We, we I'm just going to quickly say Fully Posable, Wreck My Podcast, PPW Podcast, Doing the Favor, Trivia with Buds, Elite Eight Showdown, Ringside Rant, Leisure and Lariats, um, Boots to the Face, Tales from the Estate, Howlin' with the Wolf. Check out all of those podcasts. And um, check out our t-shirts, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash Brian Breaker, bbph.redbubble.com, which you can find the new Jingle All the Way to Hell shirt available. Absolutely. And um, watamaneuver.net, search by store. Check out Breaker Remains Power Hour or Big Underscore Bane. And follow Big Underscore Bane's, uh, his, uh, his stores, Average Panda Gear, Outsiders Beard Co., and patreon.com forward slash bbph. Absolutely. Uh, one quick thing I want to mention for the Outsiders Beard Co. I know 2020 is coming to a close, uh, but be on the lookout for um, new sizes of Beard Balm. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So um, might have some more options for everybody. I dig that. Coming man. soon. So keep keep an eye out. That's that's cool stuff. I mean, I know me personally, I've always enjoyed like the you had the little small ones back in the day. Yeah. And I always liked those better because, you know, I didn't. Right now I have basically no facial hair. So, right. But, so, but a little bit else, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys for checking out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. We hope you guys have a great new year and kick off 2021. Um, hopefully it's a lot better than 2020. God, I hope so. Good Lord. <laughs> and um, we will see you guys next year. Peace easy. Yeah. One more time. <laughs> It ain't over till I say it's over So lock the cage up cause this is a takeover The wait's over If this the final time we meet Then you'll be on your back at my feet Then I'll tip the cage over as a hangover I'm super fly so I can splash off the top And I can shut down the shop Like Randy Savage, I'm the cream of the crop And I'm always gonna rise to the top 
people's champ like the rock I do not give a fuck, so let that shit drop Man, I'm so over Double pistols What'd you think? It's good, it was really good Pretty good and That son of a bitch Eric Barker You son of a bitch Can't dig it, Psycho. Nailed it, nailed it, perfect Put, put it on the internet